1: the ogs and new listeners alike i am randy the more hydrated half of the black millennial marriage podcast and this is my indie episode so indie episodes are individual episodes mikey and i record it's a way for us to honor who we are as individuals and not just who we are as spouses episodes will drop every thursday it used to be wednesday but <laughs> they were dropped every Thursday from one of us with our thoughts about a random topic. Today is my turn. And for the first segment, I'm going to talk about the little graces and share things getting me through this quarantine. Finally, I'll leave you with a poem I wrote a long time ago, like before Drew a long time ago that makes me happy and feels a bit prophetic now. Um, I stumbled upon it while I was looking for a quote to end the episode and it felt divine that that is what I found instead. With that being said, I hope you enjoy.
2: Yeah. I'm sweating. Yeah. In 2010, I thought I was doing something. And now I'm rapping with a crew or something I guess the track don't really stick unless he's gluing something And I never fit the shoe until I do it something Yo, bracing myself like teeth Boy, it's the same old route on some new concrete But homie, these tunes make you get a new ID I'm trying to do my thing, but the commute ain't cheap I'm on a two-day week for all this rap these days And we can still pitch the track to all the wacky DJs We're singing happy days, wearing tacky J's And I'm just pumped that I made it out my nappy phase Let's go we can turn the whole world around I'm in
1: the back seat, really so what had happened was what had happened was I need a break from deepness y'all <laughs> I've been inspired by Mikey's last indie titled after this and other things I'll mention here uh, to take a load off when I was attempting to write production notes for my intentions episode that I mentioned on my first indie back. I realized I just wasn't in the mood and didn't have the emotional and mental bandwidth to go deep. So <laughs> instead, here are the little graces, the little graces I found during this time in quarantine that again, I hope you find valuable and that I hope inspire you to acknowledge, you know, your little graces and what's getting you through. This is not an ad. <laughs> this is genuinely what I am using and utilizing. In these trying as times, and yeah, and i'm I'm grateful, so first thing is library thing now, Library Thing is a library quality catalog. It is a digital catalog where you can catalog all your books, y'all, not just the ones you own, but the ones you've read, the ones you have on your Kindle, the ones you listen to, you can go in and catalog. Your books and <laughs> I have never heard of this, but my mom sent it to us I think like we were we were up there with her for about two weeks early in this last month in March right around right around um before her birthday but library thing used to charge people ten dollars a year or $25 for life, but they've since made it free due to the coronavirus. They had planned to make it free eventually, but the corona- coronavirus pandemic inspired them to go ahead and make it free now because people are at home. They're reading more. They're listening to books more. um, They're trying to catalog their stuff and be organized. And so they made it free. And I was on the fence because the Apple uh review when on the app was like uh but i love it i love the digital uh the computer version so i love cataloging my books you get to add them to collections you can make your own collections if it was your favorite book if you read it but don't don't own it yet it's just uh, i'm loving it and my mom has so many books y'all and so watching her scan her books in was hilarious she's like full of power (laughs) and she have like she has three long wall length shelves of books scattered around her house and she hasn't even made a dent and my you know i have like 89 books in my collection so far um i haven't cataloged everything i've just cataloged one of my shelves but i just love it and i want to spread the good word if you are a reader and you have books or you just want to keep in mind your books you know, or even books you want to read. They have a section you can add it to your library and you can add it as to read. So books you even have on your list. I just love it. So check it out. That is getting me through reading, adding the books to the category, uh, to my collection. It's just this mindless therapeutic thing because I'm touching hardcover books and I'm, it's, I'm reflecting on all these good reads and it's just great. I love it. And I, I want to spread the good word. The second thing. That's getting me through this quarantine and that I've I consider a little grace our creators. And so one of the creators are that I'm highlighting here is Evelyn from the Internet. Now, I love Evelyn. I have followed her since I graduated college. Uh, Some of you know this, but I used to write for other people. And one of the one of the platforms that I wrote for had me review, had me write a review about her review (laughs) of this of this wig it was like from six years ago i don't even know twenty twenty fourteen, twenty fifteen. 2014 2015 either way um and i've been following her ever since and she's just and she's a leo <laughs> she just seems like good people and when i need a break from being a content creator myself and constantly trying to think of new ideas and constantly working one of the ways i decompress is i go and i binge lots of her videos and so one of the most recent videos that she did that I love is called it's called my favorite calm chill youtubers and it was just this really nice I just I love her um I love her concept in her youtube videos because you you know it takes a lot of work but it doesn't look like it and this video was so um it was just so calming <laughs> And she's, she's sitting in a room and she's, she's like whispering, you know, and trying to be low and she's shouting out, you know, fellow YouTubers and it was actually good content and, and they are really chill and I followed some of them. I just think it was a good, it's just one of my latest favorite YouTube videos to return to because right now y'all, we do need to chill out. And I really, I love that she, that she did this and And so, yeah, I'll have all of this in the show notes, but that was a good one. And her channel in general is a great channel. And yeah, she's just good people. She, she, she just seems like she is. I don't know her personally, but she seems like she's good people. Another set of creators that I'm into is the creators of Scream Queen podcast. So Scream Queen is a new podcast that Domino Sound, the network we just joined, uh, produces and I've said this before, but when, when I learned of their other podcasts in the network, I really wanted to be able to talk about them authentically, which means I needed to be able to like the content <laughs> and, or just to be able to listen and I need to be able to like it. I want to like what we're talking about and the team that we're on. And so we have not met these people in real life, but I love this podcast. I, I don't, feel like I give myself space to talk about the quirkier parts of me, the parts that are a little strange. Like I love horror. I I love true crime. I love suspense. I love scary things. Like that's my version of roller coasters because I hate roller coasters, but I get my thrill from watching scary shit and (laughs) being completely uncomfortable. So anyway, when I found out that Scream Queen was in their network, I had to, I had to, I had to listen. So Scream Queen is a podcast about scary movies by people not typically depicted in scary movies. Hosts Drea Washington and Tommy Pico dish about what goes bump in the night from a black, queer, indigenous perspective and have a damn good time. And it's produced by Domino Sound, like I stated. So y'all, I just, I love, I love when people do reviews and that's actually not true. I just love this podcast because it it made me so nostalgic. It they talk about Freddy Krueger, they talk about scary movies I've never seen, and they don't just talk about it in this very superficial, cookie cutter way. Like they go deep. I love their acts. Sometimes they ha- they start off by saying, by doing a segment, of, "Have you seen this?" And it'll be a movie that I haven't seen, you know, that I'm just completely interested in. They are truly scary mover, scary movie connoisseurs, and they you can tell they respect um the movies they respect the writers they know the actors you know they know they know details it's very it's a very thorough obvious labor of love and hilarious podcast because tommy be out here with these sexual in your windows Dre <laughs> be trying to reel him in they both love movies uh they're so passionate and they have really great chemistry uh, as friends and as podcasters and they just make me want to go watch, binge watch all my favorite scary movies and watch new ones. And there are some I know I'll never watch and <laughs> because of their review. Uh, they have another segment where they do like a pour one out. So they'll they'll pour one out for someone who died in a scary movie maybe too soon or unfairly. And then they do uh, at the end, the last segment, they do a scream queen They award a Scream Queen award for people who survived the scary movie and like why. I just love it. It's just a very interesting concept of how to do a horror show. And I really, I've been binging them. I've been binging them before this quarantine, but. I just finished the last episode, episode before the the end of this season, um, a few days ago. And I'm waiting to finish the last episode because I, they review The Outsider by Stephen King. They review the show. But I want to read the book first. I'm going to read the book and then I'm going to do the episode. Anyway, my other favorite episodes from Scream Queen is It Was a Dark and Stormy Night. Number two was Black History is Black Horror. Number three is Sabrina and the Manic Pixie Bisexual Sex Torture Demons. <laughs> Yeah, that was a really good episode. If you like the Netflix show Serena, you will love this episode because they actually brought on one of the the script coordinators and it was just a great it was a great episode and it was great having some BTS details, some behind the scene details about what was happening and anyway it was a great episode. And the fourth episode I really love are is the kids are alright. Nah, fuck them kids. <laughs> um and that was a really good episode because they were talking about these awful kids and these scary movies who are the killers in these movies so that was really funny and the last one that i really liked is the head got popped like a grape but i love all the episodes these are the ones that really stuck out to me so check them out if you are into that sort of thing the third set of content creators i want to shout out or just Let y'all know what I've been doing in this quarantine is the My Favorite Murder podcast hosted by Karen Kilgarev and Georgia Harstark. Um, I love them. Now, when I first learned about My Favorite Murder, I was at my last job. Which was an awful place as y'all have heard, but, and my coworkers really liked this, this show and I tried to get into it and I could not. I couldn't do the banter in the beginning. I didn't know what the fuck they was doing. I was like, what is this? But then I miscarried while at this job and I just needed something. I just needed something and my spirit told me to try this podcast one more time. And so I did and I. I owe them a great debt because they got me through that whole miscarriage. (laughs) They got me through that job. I really like this podcast. It's a true crime podcast and they do, they tell, they, they, they tell survivor stories. They tell true crime stories, um, murders. I have never heard about murders. I wanted to hear a bit more about because I, I have an obsession a low key obsession with serial killers and why they are the way they are. And, you know, why? You know, it's just this concept of murdering people. <laughs> it's not funny, but you can tell they hate serial killers, but like, but they just, they're just good storytellers and they, they relay the, the stories in a good way, like in a very entertaining way. They do talk a lot, but if you really love them and love the show, it does not bother you. Like before they start, they do a lot of back and forth banter, but there is a lot of gems in those conversations and so you can skip if you want to but they really do they like all of it. all of it is intentional and important in my in my opinion but I really some of my favorite episodes I couldn't find because they have so many and so they're not all on their site or on Apple because there's so many episodes they've been around for like four or five years I think three four or five years so and if you're a podcaster, you want to know, you can't really keep that many episodes on your RSS feed without like the podcast app crashing and your show not being able to be listened to. So you eventually do have to pick and choose which episodes stay. And those are usually the most recent ones. But anyway, so, so far, so if you're interested in, in, in this podcast, oh, and another thing I really like that they do is after they tell these horrible stories, <laughs> and some of them aren't horrible, some of them are survivor stories. No, but they're still horrible because these survivors survive awful, impossible things. But anyway, um, before they end the episode, they do a uh, fucking hooray and <laughs> and they and they basically say something good. You know, they talk about therapy sessions with you know some, something happy, a show they just picked up, and usually almost all of their show recommendations are really good recommendations, and I found a lot of gems through that too it's just happy stuff so you don't leave feeling like the world is awful and people are horrible and you know all people do is murder people like it really does make it easier to go to sleep (laughs) at night so anyway my favorite episodes and this is really not it's just two episodes I recommend so far is small pillow to scream in I just listened to that one it's one of the most recent ones they cover a airplane crash which turned out to be a I mean, it was a murder, but the airplane, the airplane crashed because of a murder. Dark, dark episode. <laughs> so it's a dark episode. They all are. And the second one is the grandma surprise. Their head, their titles are really weird. But if you listen to the episode, you understand why they named them that. Anyway, that episode talks about the origin of the Stockholm syndrome, which I have always been interested in. And that episode which is really informative and entertaining. And so I recommend it. And moving on. So the third thing getting me through this quarantine and the little grace that I found is uh, Sarah Beth Yoga. So she is a yoga instructor on YouTube that I actually found when I was pregnant with Drew. I was just aching really badly. And somebody, I think Ardula, I'm pretty sure, she suggested... I do prenatal yoga and I had never done that before. And I y'all know I was so afraid to move that I didn't move much when I was pregnant because walking would set off these awful contractions and cramps. And I was just really scared, but prenatal yoga is very, very low impact and I was aching so bad. I was like, I got to. So anyway, I found her through that and I loved it. And I hadn't done any yoga er- since like, <laughs> I just, I was like, okay, that was great. But since quarantine has happened, I have picked yoga back up for obvious reasons like anxiety. Uh, as we know, I've talked about, I'm not in therapy right now due to cost and, and the fact that we are at home. (laughs) And, um, and so I needed something. And so I talked about this in a post that I wrote. So I'll share that too. So I don't want to be redundant, but I really love her yoga videos. She's a really good teacher she starts off slow but by the end she can just tell you the movements and it's just it just I just feel so in control and empowered and calm and so my favorite three videos that I've done the most since in quarantine is yoga for anger it's really good it's like 10 minutes and it's just it's just really good it's a really good decompressor there's a 10 minute energizing yoga routine that is really good as well all of these are my favorite so far yoga for anger 10 minute energizing yoga routine and a 30 minute full body power yoga now that power yoga i hadn't realized you can use yoga as an exercise like it is an exercise especially if you practice it for for a long length of time and consistently but i hadn't like i had no idea that there wasn't such thing as power yoga and it's intense but not in a I hate working out kind of way. Like I'm never conscious of how much time it is because you really have to focus and breathe and believe in yourself. I don't know. I just, I love it. And I'm going to be doing yoga for the rest of my life. And I love her. <laughs> and, and she seems like good people. The fourth thing, the fourth little grace that I would like to acknowledge is Yogi Tea. Now, I've had yogi tea before, the peach detox and all that. But lately, the past few months, my favorite yogi tea, especially now, I've had a cup every morning when I get up, is the positive energy tea. Y'all, I wasn't a believer and my trainer, but she insisted. She was like, listen, get this tea. I promise you, I promise you it works. Because I used to get these midday energy slumps and I just used to be like, I don't know how people parent and go to work. I just don't understand. And so she was like, try this tea. Y'all, this tea is life. It's life. It's life. I love this tea. And my mom gave me a few bags of her relaxation yogi tea. Man, I felt like I took a Benadryl. I had some for the first time the other night after I read, a. I like drank some and I was reading a book and then my body just, then I crashed. Now, I don't know that was because I was also exhausted, but it really did. Like it hit me. At first I was like, oh, okay. But it hit me man yoga tea is life. <laughs> and so if you're feeling like you just need a pick me up and i really recommend the the positive energy tea mikey is hooked now he went and bought two boxes the last store run because we don't want to run out so he bought two boxes and my mom gave me some relaxation tea but i'm gonna buy more of that the next door run <sighs> and finally the last little grace that i have found in this quarantine is Late night reading. So I've actually, y'all know I love to read, but a lot of people don't know that in 2019, I didn't read a lot. I read four books out of that whole year, which really is a sign of how low I was. And there's an article that I'll put in the show notes that I found. that it was like reading like trauma can impact your reading if you were a reader, if you're a reader. You're less likely to read in some cases if you're, like, really traumatized or have gone through something. And I, I'm not doing it justice. It was a really good article, and I wish that I'd had it last year because I was feeling—I just felt so bad. I just felt so bad, and I could not bring myself to read in the way that I do. I read, and I just had nothing to show for myself. <laughs> I was just really ashamed and sad that I I couldn't make time for it. And I just couldn't be in the space for it. And it really impacted me and impacted who I am. But since this year has started, I have been reading a lot and sharing some of what I read on Instagram, which is good for me because all I got is my husband, myself, my baby, my books. So, (laughs) and people seem to like it. I don't know. But late night reading has been really great for me. Mikey winds down with Drew and... Or, you know, we all do and I come out and I'll read a few pages or I stay up all night and I know I shouldn't because i got to get up at five because I work from six to two now and I read all night or like I read for like an extra hour or more and it's just I always end up paying for it in the morning, but I never really regret it because it just feels good to leave this planet (laughs) for a while and it's just been a grace and I'm happy that I've been given and sometimes i read while drew is even up and about and like yes she'll pick at the pages and stuff but for the most part she leaves me alone because i'm mellow and so she's like mirroring that so anyway that's been another grace and i'm thankful for it because we all need an escape and right now that's my escape answer me this how long have you had that mattress because it's looking even lumpier than my lockdown love handles. And while those might be more cuddly, a lumpy mattress is doing nothing for your comfort levels or your sleep. So whatever body you're rocking, put it on a Nectar mattress. And right now you can save over $500 on any queen or king bundle. That includes a Nectar mattress, foundation, mattress protector, cooling pillows, and sheet set, as well as our 365-night home trial and a forever warranty. Go to Nectarsleep.com
2: save 500 and get hugged.
1: And finally i'll leave you with this so um in the past i always end up doing a quote at the end of the episode and i was looking for one in my quote book that i have uh that i keep all my favorite quotes in and i end up finding this poem that i wrote this poem that i wrote back in 2015 i took a course called digging deep and facing self it was ran by a poet her name was is kate meisner and I do is giving her shout outs and stuff and I had never heard of her, but my cousin had sent me her her course, uh Kate Kate's course, and it was called uh Digging Deep Facing Stuff and it was Grow Fears, part of like a Grow Fears program that they did yearly. And it cost a lot. It was like it's a thirty day intensive writing course that is meant to, you know, um empower women and 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 like encourage them to be confident and bold and give them a space to like recover from things they need to recover from. But it was really expensive, but they had a scholarship opportunity and I applied and I got it. And I was so happy, y'all, because that was like a really bad drought in writing writing for me. And it was a really big deal because I couldn't afford it, but I wanted to do it. Sadly, the program ended the last year that I did it, Um, but it was great. And we got put in these little groups, these virtual digital groups, and I was in the dandelion they got, we were putting groups based off of flowers and stuff. It was just great. And I still keep in contact with one of the girls, one of the women in my, who was in my cohort. And she has two beautiful baby girls and this husband. And she does music and she still writes. And I love her. And we still follow each other and stuff. But anyway, we had to do a lot of writing prompts as is in writing course. And some of them were like eradicating images, So we had to write a poem to someone we were jealous of, um, basically turning our jealousy into what we really wanted to say. And then we had to do write a poem in the voice of someone we hated, (laughs) um, or someone we wanted, we didn't forgive. And then like rewrite a poem, maybe from their perspective or from, or like forgiving them. It was just really empowering and (sighs) healing. But one of the poems we had to write was a reconstructed self portrait. And, basically a new poem for ourselves where we basically just just shout ourselves out you know you know just 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 tell yourself you love yourself and so I found that y'all I found it in this book in my journal book and I'm gonna share it and I hope you like it it's like five years old so you know bear with me so my reconstructed self-portrait my body is like the door of return in Benin. Because my body belongs here. I feel like the crisp and smooth pages of a great book. And I am happy too. I am on the inside of Mikey's smile. Sometimes my body reminds me of pink dogwood flowers. I am like the smell of milk and sugar and vanilla caramel tea in a sea of a baby's first laugh. And I love my people. Our body types, uniqueness, our shine after using goat's milk or black soap. And and and, my body belongs like the sight of sisters leaning shoulder to head while talking about joy. My body is a room of good books, lined against the wall, and the sun and shea butter have found a home here. It is a constant reminder of grace. My hips have the strength to carry my future children. My high cheekbones remind the chief of Comenda of a beautiful woman, and my skin will age slow guys form a reparation and my family is as beautiful as honeysuckles from a wild bush and fireflies when they light up i feel like the blues and purple shades of a peacock in love my body is a home that is beginning to feel and look lived in my body and my being is as necessary as revolutionary acting and thinking Thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope it was a load off for y'all too. <laughs> um, so yeah, so the Black Millennial Marriage Podcast is in Domino Sounds Network. We love y'all. Hey, submit questions or feedback for the next solo episode. This time I didn't have a Q and A, but you know, that's okay. Send us questions and we'll put them in our episode more than likely email us at blackmailmare at com, b-l-a-c-k-m-i-l-m-a-r at gmail.com or leave a voice message at 770-750-4098 that could be featured on a future episode let me know what you think about this episode y'all and be sure to check out our website www.blackmillennialmarriage.com it is updated it is fresh it is new it was a labor of love Mikey says seventy thirty. It was really like eighty percent me, ten percent him. No, but it was great. Um, and we hope you like it. And finally, follow us on social media platforms on Instagram. I am Randy R A N D I I I I E E E, and Mikey is Mikey underscore X X I, and on Twitter we are at underscore the Chapmans. <sighs> As always, y'all be blessed. Don't settle. Fight clean.
2: Peace. Outside that I get back, i get back, we can hold it down. Oh God, I'm a get back, I'm a get back, and we can hold it down. This is the fourth year in the promised land. Watch it.